0: Hi, what is going on everyone? My name is Matesh and welcome to the Monday episode of my podcast, Cryptos with Matesh. In this episode, I'm going to be doing things a little bit differently as I'm going to be discussing what has been going on across the United States with all of these protests. As I mentioned. Today's Monday episode will be done a little bit differently than my other episodes, which serve as a deep dive into the cryptocurrency industry. Here, I wanted to discuss what is happening across the country with all of these protests, what brought all of this on, and what I believe needs to happen. I will still be covering the cryptocurrency industry in my daily articles on my website, so be sure to check that out at cryptozontmitesh.com. First, I just wanna say that it truly breaks my heart to see what is happening across the country but I believe real change is desperately needed and I stand in solidarity with the African American and black communities across the country these protests were sparked from outrage from the death of George Floyd while in police custody by officer Derek Chauvin who has a negative history of complaints as well as other officers at the scene Chauvin pressed his knee into Floyd's neck as they arrested him under suspicion of forgery, which was the complaint that brought the police there to begin with. Despite repeatedly saying, I cannot breathe, Chauvin and the other officers made no attempt to give him room to catch his breath. Floyd would later die at the hospital approximately an hour later. Floyd's death joins a long list of what appears to be easily avoidable deaths at the hand of police officers including Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and Eric Garner almost six years ago. These protests started as a way for people to peacefully vent their frustration at a broken system and call for leaders to enact real change. The lawyers for Floyd, Arbery, and Taylor have also called on the United Nations Human Rights Commission to get involved. Since the start of the protests, over 4,400 people have been arrested across the country. Six states and 13 cities, including Los Angeles, Dallas, and Seattle, have declared states of emergencies. After President Trump called out several mayors and governors in hard-hit states and cities, the National Guard has since been activated in 21 states. Now... Unfortunately, these protests have been partially overshadowed by the many bad actors and players that are taking advantage of the protests. While almost all of the protests have started out peacefully, many of them have turned violent into riots and looting. However, I do not believe that this was caused by the underlying peaceful protesters, but by the bad actors taking advantage of the moment to simply cause violence and destruction. This is not to say that these protests have turned violent by this group alone. As we have seen police spark the violence themselves either through rushing protesters or by driving cars into a crowd of protesters, sparking them to become violent as a response. With that said, we have now seen many of those arrested in Minneapolis are people that came from other states to take advantage of the moment and begin looting stores. While an exceedingly small percentage of these looters claim to be doing so to make a point to large companies such as Target, Walmart, and CBS, the majority are simply doing so just to loot. Because at the end of the day, these companies have insurance for these events and are not being as badly hit as the looters would believe. Also because burning and looting pharmacies have a negative impact not on the company, but on the people that need the medication from that pharmacy that now have to figure out alternative methods to get their medication, which was already difficult to the pandemic to begin with. The reason I'm bringing up the riots and looters is because I believe that they are overshadowing the peaceful protests that are happening across the country calling for change from their leaders and thankfully some states such as Minnesota have reported that as of Sunday night there have been no more violent protests as of when the curfew went into effect. One of the sad parts about the looting, the vandalism, and the arsons however are that they are against businesses owned and ran by people of color. The same people that are on the side of change that are being negatively affected by people that don't care about the situation. Moving forward from here, I hope that the state and federal legislators take a look at the system that has seemed to turn its back on a group of people and figure out what needs to be done to prevent these senseless deaths from occurring in the future. As Dave Portnoy, president of Barstool Sports, put it, The end goal should be for us to get to a point where everyone from different races and skin colors are able to look at police and always feel safe. I've spoken with some of my friends who are African-American to see how they feel about the police when they're walking down the street or when a cop car is behind them when they're driving, and they all said something similar. They said that when they see police, they have to act differently than they are. If they're wearing a hood, they have to take it off and they have to keep their hands out of their pockets. When there's a cop car behind them, they lower their windows a little bit and keep both hands on the steering wheel and turn down their music. Essentially, they're doing everything they can to not give the police any reason to approach them. And to me, that's sad. It's sad that we're at a point where people need to act differently out of fear of the police. In 2020 America, we should be at a point where we look at police officers and feel safe and that is the end goal that needs to be achieved. With that said, I do not believe that this is something easily achievable and that a lot needs to happen to get to that point, such as weeding out the bad cops that hide behind the badge for their own reasons, whether it be racist or not, because I do believe that just as there are racist people out there, there are certainly racist cops as well, though I do not believe that this is the majority. I'd like to believe that cops are generally good, but have bad apples that are given passes simply because they wear the badge. I have close friends that are police officers both here in New York with the NYPD and in California with the LAPD. And all of them are people that I would classify as some of the nicest people I know. It is these cops that are also being negatively impacted by these bad apples. And I believe that the system needs to change to weed these people out. Whether it is something as easy as locking them up behind a desk from their first complaint and never letting them on patrol ever again, or simply firing them from the forest and let them face the justice system, something needs to be done. And I stand in solidarity with the African American community across this country in seeking to enact real change. I believe there is something that we all can do here, whether monetary by donating to various causes and funds or simply by sharing the message and asking your local district representative for this change and for them to support change. Fundamentally, if you're not a part of the solution, then you're a part of the problem. That does it for the Monday episode. I hope you all enjoyed and have some sort of takeaway from all of this. Please do not forget to subscribe if you are all new, as well as liking and sharing as that really helps me out. And again, do not forget to check out my daily articles on my website, cryptoswithmitesh.com, and subscribe and sign up for updates if you're new. I will catch you guys back on Wednesday for my next episode, where we'll get back into the digital currency industry. And until then, please take care and stay safe. Bye.